Do you think we should do some weed before this? I don't should know. Should we take a weed gummy? Does that make it better or worse? I don't Let's just do it. Let's do it. How much do you want? One and one or one and a half? Mm. What do you think? We're taking one. Too late now? Can't go back? It's lit! Welcome, everybody. Excuse the chewing. Um, this is uh, the first episode in a while. Honestly, I wasn't sure if we were going to do another episode of this podcast. I just think it was kind of... Oh, thank you. I think it was... Uh, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with that. Sorry, I gotta start with this without chewing. Wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it. And um, I think I, I did some test episodes. They did a test episode with Shay. That went really good. We just kind of had some beers and kept it really chill. And I think um, like we were talking a little bit about it, about making this sort of just like a a visual diary, an audio diary, I guess you could say. So it's not like it's still going to be about filmmaking. Still very much about creativity, but also just sort of uh, uh, a documentation of what's going on in my life, uh, work-wise, and kind of what's going on in my headspace. So that obviously includes creativity and business and work, but uh, there's only so many times you can say, like, the camera doesn't matter. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what the fuck? So, it's lit. Anyway, basically, oh, also, uh, we got this... um, audio setup going i'm kind of just testing out a few things got a whole new setup going even though it looks kind of the same uh got it going to xlr instead of computer um and then i'm testing out like sort of a soundboard setup at this point we only have one sound and it's coming from (laughs) my phone and it's the rap air horn so that's gonna be fun and you can also click it really really fast so it's like loves that um, and I'm sure you guys do too so let's talk about the the art Instagram that's what I want to talk about that was the first thing on my list so that's what I want to talk about um, actually like I guess the broader point of that is just like COVID has kind of been like the best thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> and or maybe okay that might be a bit of an exaggeration like COVID's not the best thing that's ever happened to me but it's been like a significant life change in a very very positive way and it feels kind of selfish talking about that considering you know like all the healthcare workers that are out there risking themselves um all the grocery store workers that are there risking themselves all the immune compromised people that are risking themselves all the people who just don't have enough money and you know they're they're lacking you know money to pay their bills and whatnot um luckily we live in canada so we're basically covered i haven't been working i basically uh it was like the beginning of march the beginning of March, I like lost all my work. I was just about to buy some more gear, I remember, and I had the guy on email, he gave me a great deal. I was going to get shipped right away, and then all this COVID stuff kind of started happening, and I held back. I made the smart decision. I was like, I'm just going to wait the weekend, and I'm going to save my money for now, and I'm not going to order this thing. And luckily, I did that because basically like it was that weekend that I got like a bunch of emails, and like my entire summer that was like completely booked. I was booked until like August. It, it was just like completely wiped out. And I'm still at that point where, where I, I have, I've got a couple of projects coming up, but they're like, they're small projects. 
Um, some of them are personal projects, things that have kind of been like, you know, the fire's been stoked. Sorry, I don't want to. Fu- I don't want to forget about the air horn. Just gotta keep that going. Um, Please forget about. <laughs> hey, the, the air horn is here for you too. If you want to. Don't. <laughs> well, it's there anyway. Um, what was I saying? All the all the work went out. Um, so I was pretty fucked, and I, I was I was, you know, scared for the future, in, in a lot of ways. But um, again, luckily we live in Canada, so um, Serb was coming through. Basically, it's like two thousand dollars a month if you run out of if your work is postponed or canceled because of uh, COVID. And then also we had like a provincial thing, so we got money for that too. We got like twelve hundred dollars before that even happened. So. I mean, the world was kind of going to shit. I think the first little bit of COVID, I was panicking a lot. Um, you were still working. and uh, Yeah, just at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, and I was kind of like just here prepping as much as I could. I went grocery shopping a couple times and like I was like obsessive about hand sanitizer and everything. I've kind of let that relax a little bit, which is not a good thing. But um, once that sort of wore off, the initial panic... And I kind of just spent a lot of time. We spent a lot of time at home. I spent all this time um, trying to get a Nintendo Switch. I had like six browser windows open with auto refresh on like different websites, just waiting for something to come in stock. Click on it, like something would come in stock. I'd add it to my cart. And then as soon as I was like, I'd finished putting my payment details, it was like out of stock again. But we managed to get one through Best Buy. Super lucky. Here I am complaining that I had no work and I'm spending my money and time on a fucking Nintendo Switch. <laughs> but I went. I feel like I had like this sort of minor um, depression at the beginning. I don't know if you went through that, but I definitely oh, did. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, for like the first three weeks, I was like nothing. Like I had not. I, I was. I wasn't doing anything. I was just like taking weed gummies and sitting around and like either wishing I had a Nintendo Switch or playing Nintendo Switch when we finally had it, you know? Just, like, not doing anything, wasting my time. It was probably, yeah, first three weeks, and then um, started to get a little bit more productive, and then I kind of just something something clicked, and COVID kind of, through all that doing nothing, I think gave me a lot of time to think and be a bit more introspective and take a look at my life for, like, the things that I want to be doing, and I'm like, what can I do when... COVID is over basically whenever that's going to be over like what's my life going to look like kind of just thought about like all the things that I wished I could be doing before COVID and I'm like this is a good opportunity almost just to slow down and stop and analyze what I'm doing my life with my life and the way that I'm conducting myself like even with my relationships right and reset all of that so like what I did was I started a I started an art Instagram which basically like I've always been really interested in um paper art it's something and and design in general and that's like like if you go on my even on my film uh my film instagram the feed is just like design stuff like i don't even i, I fucking i hate looking at camera gear on instagram it's all the stupidest shit it's just like an, an a6400 with like a canon cinema lens on it and like nothing else and it's like who would who would shoot with that it's so stupid <laughs> i hate i hate the the camera stuff on on instagram maybe i'm just looking at the wrong stuff but um Anyway, so I've always been inspired by like this design related stuff and it gave me the opportunity to sort of like explore that in a more serious way. So I bought this uh, paper cutting machine. Um, I was planning on using that to enter this epidemic sounds competition. My idea was like way too ambitious. I, I did. I had this like crazy 
idea that I was going to um, uh, film the scene and then I was going to do rotoscope it and completely reanimate it on the computer and then cut all those layers out of paper and then create an entire new thing. And then just like after like three days of rotoscoping and I was like three quarters done one of three shots of just rotoscoping. That's not even like animating and like putting the interesting stuff in. I was like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I downscaled it. Um, anyway, I'm kind of rambling, but basically I created this Instagram that was basically just surrounded, uh, or it was all about design and paper art. I created this, like a simplified paper animation to put on there. I broke it down. I took photos of the whole process. Like I intentionally didn't video a single thing. I started out videoing, but I just found it, I wasn't enjoying it. And I wanted to just kind of like. It's more pressure than it was worth. Yeah. It just felt like I was like making content rather than making art, you know? And I don't know if that sounds too, man, like this makes this like my white privilege is showing everyone the whole world is going to shit and I'm sitting here making art. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I think, I think I'm just going to like not worry about the fact that my career is basically dead in the water and I have like all this gear that's, you know, just collecting dust and not making their money back on that. Oh God. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. But I, I anyway, uh, I created the Instagram account and I remember um, telling you specifically i was like if i one day could um because i uh, kelly anderson if anybody of you guys have ever heard of her she's like a really incredible artist she used to do a lot more paper artwork she still has some like pop-up books and stuff but she's kind of exploring um various things i'm not super familiar with her work these days i just check in every now and then and it's always been kind of an inspiration to me but my goal was kind of with this instagram page was to like get her to notice it eventually it just as like something to kind of work towards like i'll be posting and then one day you know when i feel like i've got enough of a backlog i'll like tag her in it or something um anyway i spent about a week working on this art project uh made a couple of posts on the instagram account and then i tagged her in an instagram story she saw it she reposted it um another uh, fantastic artist zach lieberman um ended up following me which is like another person that i'm super inspired by in the art and design world all this to say um it's like just this time to like slow down and kind of like just wait and hunkering down and spending all this time thinking and like reflecting. Yeah. Just like being introspective and like talking to you and asking myself questions about like life in general. Um, It's uh, it's opened my eyes in a lot of ways. Like I feel like I'm a genuinely a different person (laughs) from before COVID and now and like i went like a month without having an email or having to stress about someone else's problems and it's just like like i had i had problems with covid and and not working at first was kind of stressful but um not having to worry about other people's problems and like put out other people's fires you know like last minute renders of videos or whatever um of course there was some of that but there was a little bit of that um, at the beginning, but most of it, not really. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, and not, not only, not, not only from a creative perspective, I've found the time to like become more inspired in ways that I I haven't before. Um, I also was able to, uh, I feel like, I feel like we've been talking a lot more, like a lot more seriously than we ever have more, like a lot more in depth than we ever have, like just about life and and a bunch of shit yeah just like the meaning of life and death and religion and all this stuff and i feel like we've come to 
our own understandings in some ways. And it's kind of, I don't know. I feel like you've gotten on like a little bit more of an introspective journey than you had, you had before yeah. all this COVID stuff. You can say something about that. You don't have to say anything about that if you want to. <laughs> um, but it also gave me the kind of the, I think all of this, like even with like the, all the uh, focusing on more art related stuff, if you guys want to check that out, film milker, not that that like, that's super, I know that's like the worst name. It's directly adjacent to film Miker, my already existing Instagram account. Um, but check it out. It's uh, going to be cool and it's already cool and I'm excited to continue posting on it. Um, but aside from that, we had, uh, yeah, it, I think all that inspiration and kind of interest, just sort of the freedom to be introspective and the weight of all my responsibilities kind of lifting off my shoulders gave me the opportunity to like look at my relationships and how they're being conducted. And I had like probably the most, I got in huge fights with my mom about, about COVID and like things that we disagreed on and like yeah, all this political stuff. And it kind of led to like this, blow up in this fight that we've never had before like we were i've never fought with my mom on that level we've always kind of fought but never like that and then uh sort of after the period of doing nothing and after doing some art and stuff and i don't think that's the cause of it necessarily but it all kind of played together and it really gave me this opportunity to like look at my relationship with my mom and talk to her and we had the most i, I drove down to her place and we social distance as much as possible her mother's day for Mother's Day. Um, yeah, it was a good Mother's Day. Brought her some uh, stuff from the Italian market, some tiramisu, and uh, she liked it. And then, uh, yeah, we had the most productive conversation. That uh, that noise is my cat eating, by the way. <laughs> We're in an apartment, if, if y'all don't know that. We had the most productive conversation I've ever had with my mom. Like, I don't think we've ever spoken that honestly with each other. And that's not to say that our relationship is bad before necessarily um but i don't think we had the understanding of each other that we do now mm -hmm. just like we just you know we went on a walk we spent like probably like two or three hours just talking talking it out and like i feel like i've always felt like i was right in these arguments against my mom against my mom but it was like the first time that i really like listened to what she had to say and i feel like the first time that she's really listened to what i've had to say and understood what i was thinking you know so yeah, overall, um, I'm sure everyone is sick of hearing about COVID, um, but frankly, nobody's listening to this podcast, and I just want to talk. So um, yeah, I think COVID, and that's not to uh, discredit or disrespect anybody who's had a tough time through COVID. I definitely had a lot of stress at the beginning when I was like not sure about whether I could get any money. And like, I couldn't get CERB for like a bunch of logistical reasons, which is the $2,000 a month that Canada provides. So I like, and I did a little bit of work, but the invoices weren't coming in. So I just like, or the money wasn't coming in. So I just like dead in the water with money. Um, but I have been very lucky. I'm, I'm not going to, I don't want to pretend like I, I haven't been very lucky and not everyone has the opportunity to sort of be, uh, take a global pandemic as a time to be like introspective and, and for self growth and everything, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, that's what it's been for me. And I, I think I'm going to look back on this time as uh, one of the many, like, turning points in my life. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Do you feel any of that through the COVID? Or have you sort of just been along for the ride so far? It's hard to say. I feel like 
Um, I don't know. It's definitely caused me to think about my life a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't know, like where I want to be and where I want to go right. with it. But you've been doing a lot more stuff on your Instagram. Oh, oh shit. Kitty, you better not spill the tea. Hey, is Kitty, are you going to spill the tea? What's the tea, tea, What is the tea, Kitty? She really likes my uh, bubble tea here. Kitty baby, push the the rap horn. Baby, look. I'm going to try and get the cat to push the rap horn. Baby. Baby. Come here. Push this. Look. Put your paw on it. Here, I'm just going to put her paw on it. No. No. Okay, anyway. (laughs) Sorry. Um, You've been been doing a lot more stuff on your Instagram. You started a new Instagram. I did. A makeup Instagram a long time ago. Um, It's been... It's been pretty active before COVID. Like you had some posts, it wasn't regular, um, but you become a lot more active since COVID. I feel like I actually. I think I started posting after COVID started. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's not like it's taken off or anything. It's still right. very, very small. But you're figuring out what you want to do. Yeah, I'm. Ex- Exploring other avenues. Right. But I know that there's definitely more that I could be doing with my time. I do still have those days where I don't do anything. Right. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's hard not to. I mean, especially when. Oh, one thing I didn't mention, too, is that we've been getting outside way more. Oh, yeah. I've been getting outside. Yeah. It's crazy. Never in my life have I, like, just gone outside just for a walk, just because yeah. I want to. Yeah, right? <laughs> Same. I, it's it's insane because I used to only go on walks when I was really stressed. I'd be in the middle of like a huge edit and I'd be like eight hours in and the deadline is like a few hours away and they ask for like, I don't know, I've been stupid situations like that because I, I like to sabotage myself. Kitty, that affects the audio. Don't rub your face on that. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> but like... Yeah, I don't know. I, I we've been going outside a lot more, getting mm-hmm. a lot more active. Genuinely, like before this, I had. I, I mean, I gained so much weight before COVID, and then I gained more weight during like the first three weeks of COVID. Well, yeah, we just didn't know how to feed ourselves. So. <laughs> yeah, we just like like frozen pizza and and shit for the first chips. Bit. So and many chips. So many chips every night. Well, I think that was mostly the weed. That too. <laughs> but like just snacking every night. Yeah. Just because we didn't have anything else to do. Right. Yeah. Just so. pure boredom. I think that's what led me at least to like just start doing other shit because it's just like it gets very draining to just like sit there and eat chips and do nothing. Um, yeah. You were saying something about um, oh, we can move on unless you want to unless you have more to talk about. You were saying you were saying something about uh, I interrupted you like two different times, but like how you. Feel like you've started thinking more and exploring a little bit. Just like introspectiveness or what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah, my day to day life. <laughs> You're sorry, really I can't, bad I can't at this. Help but freaking <laughs> interrupt in some way. That's okay. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm not going to talk. I'm gonna say anything. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like before COVID, it was kind of like I'm always. Like, I'm either listening to music or I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to something Mm -hmm. just to keep my thoughts 
at bay. Yeah. Basically, like I don't. I've never been the type of person to sit and think about like deep things. Right. Like what is the meaning of life? What is what why are we doing the things that we're doing and all that stupid Right. stuff that we can't possibly know the answers to, but people still like to think about it. Right. I'm not one of those types of people. Yeah. <laughs> if anything is just scary. Yeah. For me, but I feel like COVID is kind of allowed me to just pause and think about those things more. Right. I feel like a big part of it is like, I've always, you know, I, I feel like I've always been more introspective and I've, and, and we've talked about, I mean, I've talked about like, Oh, society's so fragile, you know, like all these systems, they feel so important and all the things that people care about. So it feels so important and, and rigid, but really they're not. But I feel like, um, um, I would say those things, but I didn't fully realize it until COVID, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, wow, really, we could just, we are just like these floating, uh, meat bags, just kind of like bouncing around this planet and everything we do is kind of just like up to us. You know what I mean? It infects us and like affects, oh. it, 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 you, know, you know what I mean? I feel like People spend a lot of time just sort of, you know, you, you go to school and then you go to college and then and then and then you get your job. Um, and my mentality has always been like, well, it doesn't have to be that way. The point to, you know, A to B doesn't always just have to be A to B. You can take any path to to get there, right? Um, but I feel like the COVID for me has really highlighted that it's like that's not just some cheesy way of thinking. That's the way it fucking is, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, without all the social structures that we've built. Yeah. And it's crazy to see how fast all the social structures have changed because they had to, right? Have changed it's like, or just stopped completely. Right. It's weird. It's like getting used to a whole new universe. Right. Basically. Yeah, I agree. I um I don't know if I'm like necessarily looking forward to it being over. Yeah. Things going back to normal. I am in some ways and I and I can't wait to I kind of, I, on one hand, I'm nervous to get back to normal because I know that I'm going to have a bunch more obligations. Yeah. I'm already feeling that coming on. Like, I'm looking for locations for these shoots. And, uh, well, nothing's open because of COVID. Sorry, I got so, I'm so gassy. Um, and I'm starting to feel that pressure again. And I'm trying not to let myself slip into the same mindset. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And just, like, I feel like I used to be... And this has been like a long path, you know, I feel like COVID, it's not like COVID was some great revelation, but I think it really allowed, uh, like, I mean, me personally to take sort of these philosophies about life and pursuing your passion and just living fulfilled in general. And I just, it just gave me the time to apply them, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, like nothing's perfect right now. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not working out as much as I wish I was. And, um, you know, that. Yeah. I'm not make, I'm not as productive as I wish I was, but I definitely feel like my priorities have changed to what I wish they were. But when I started COVID, you know, before COVID, I was like, man, I wish, wish I cared more about, you know, just this art stuff. I wish my relationship with my family was better. I wish I talked more openly with Brie, you know, and I feel like COVID, again, although I don't think it solved all my problems, it's given me all those things, just being able to stop and 
pause and not have to worry about all the obligations, you know? Um, yeah, and I just, I don't know, I, I hope that I can carry that into the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. The feeding window. Let's talk about that. <laughs> also, we're wearing, I, we haven't acknowledged it, but we're wearing matching, matching sweaters um, yeah. for everyone watching. I don't know what why I had to mention that. Brie got these sweaters. Um, they're sick. She was going to embroider some stuff on them. Yeah, that's another thing that I wanted to start doing during this COVID time, but now I'm running out of time to do all the things. Well, they took so long to get in because of They Amazon. did, yeah. That's like, it is what it is. But um, we're super matchy and I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I kind of actually, I, one thing I didn't really go over, I don't know, I can't remember how much I went over like this podcast and what I want it to be. Um, before I think it's still, it's still about filmmaking. It's still, um, about kind of getting started in industry and, and living your, you're living your dreams and your passion and all that shit. But I feel like my perception of what it means to live your dreams since I originally started the the podcast, which was like months ago, um, almost like really, really long time ago since I started the podcast was like actually probably like a year ago. And I barely done any episodes because I just don't think that I think my idea of su- success and passion and all this stuff was still kind of developing. Mm-hmm. Um, you also took the podcast very seriously. I did. I took it very seriously. I wanted it to be a show, but I don't think I want this to be a show. I think I want this just to be an opportunity to just like speak honestly and just kind of say the things that I'm thinking. A lot of times that has to do with filmmaking. A lot of times that has to do with... um just life in general, but it all kind of relates back, you know? And I also, also, I want to add a little bit more entertainment into this too. So I'm like working on ways to get uh, some videos. I got some, a bunch of shitty content that I want to, that I want to look at and review, like just the stupidest, like film related stuff that I feel like people are completely ignoring, but it's going <laughs> to, it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about it. I'm going to get a uh, soundboard. As I mentioned. One with, you need to get one, one with more. <laughs> one with more than one sound. This is, this is more of just a proof of concept. This is just like an app that I downloaded that's hooked up to the audio recorder. But it works. That could just be the thing. No, we need more than that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that would be the most annoying thing. I wish I brought I, I wish I brought more. I said this podcast is still about filmmaking. I didn't, I didn't bring anything about filmmaking to talk about today. All I'm talking about is COVID. Yeah, you know what? This is a fucking COVID episode, so get over it. We can we can talk about not COVID things next time. Um, but uh, speaking of COVID and life changes and stuff, I mean, this is a very very recent. It's like very this, this is day, day two. two. <laughs> this is day two of the uh, the feeding window. Yeah. How do you feel about it so far? I feel like it, we've kind of like the the reason why I want to start doing this now is, I mean, it's something that I've been talking about for a long time. Um, you thought it was dumb. I do still think it's kind of dumb, <laughs> but it's um, I don't know. I've heard that it works. I can't really get into it because I I don't remember specifically, but I do like the concept of it, and I find that I kind of follow that that way of of eating anyway when I'm really busy, when I'm right. working on when I'm working on any kind of project. Um, you skip eating generally. Yeah. And I'm sure people who work in film and video uh, can relate to it too. It's like you get up in the morning. Um, oftentimes, it's like you're leaving the house at like five, six a.m. Nothing's open except McDonald's, and so you get some McDonald's on the way. Um, and then you get uh, lunch, 
you know, crafty or whatever, and then you eat offset. You just go to like, uh, there's that, you and me, open till 3 a.m., go get some sick dumplings at 3 a.m. But, uh, I mean, all it would take is just to like skip the McDonald's at the beginning of the day. Yeah. You know, like it's it's definitely workable within my lifestyle. And I've never like, and because of all the weight that I gained before COVID and during COVID, I just like, I don't know. I think having some sort of structure around eating would be really beneficial. And just like weight gain and everything, it really fucks with your mental health. I've never gained weight in my life. And this is the first time I'm gaining weight. Um, and uh, it's it's less for me. It's less like a physical health thing as much as it is a mental health thing, yeah. you know? Because I know how much my physical health affects my mental health. I just want to get back to a place where I feel like me again, you know? Yeah. I don't feel like me. You've also got, yeah, that's a body, I don't know. A body image thing. Yeah. Yeah, the image of my body uh, looks like the Grinch. That. <laughs> that's, that's what you said today. <laughs> I didn't say that exactly, but... I think you said uh, you, I was giving you Grinch vibes. Yeah, because you were... Taking so you're taking so long to find what you wanted to wear, so I said. And I slumped over with my. Oh right, no, <laughs> so I, I guess said, "What should I, I wear?" Right, and then I said, "You're giving definite Grinch vibes." But I definitely do have Grinch vibes. In my, I got the belly and everything else. <laughs> and is the kinda, booty. I got the booty and the belly, and everything else is skinny. You know, and I got a little bit of moobs. I guess it's not all that skinny anymore. I got thin wrists. I got dainty little wrists. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the feeding window. And like I said, like I've noticed just in the past couple weeks since I've started to get productive again, like probably the past three weeks, um, I'm that's just the way I eat already. Like I really don't, I won't, I'll get up and then I want to start working right away. And so um, sometimes out of, like, out of obligation, I'm like, I feel like I should eat something. I'll like have a smoothie mm. and then uh, I'll work all day and then I won't eat again until like 1 or 2 p.m. And then we'll have like really late supper at like 10 because mm-hmm. you usually work later. Right. I feel like we always had late suppers. We just do because we're lazy and we put off. Yeah, you're we right. We put off making food <laughs> till way late. Yeah. It's, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we got some more life things to work out. Yeah. But that's the thing. Life's a journey. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And you're going back to work soon. I don't even know what work is going to look like for me, but. Yeah. Yep, it's going to be interesting for me. I don't know. Right. No. Don't talk about anything that you might get in trouble for. Free works at Starbucks. Um, yeah. I don't know. Don't talk about the... Don't talk bad about Starbucks. No, I know. There's nothing bad. Like, Starbucks fucking been... sucks. Fuck Starbucks. No, like, they've been really good for, for us here in Canada, at least. Yeah. Um, They've been taking care of us through this whole COVID thing. Like, we're not obligated to go into work, but they're still paying us. Chill. Chill. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Sorry. I'm so obnoxious. Just go ahead. I'm so sorry. Um, But, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to... So, the way that we're going to be going forward is we're going to be doing mobile orders and deliveries only. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's going to be no cafe open. Right. But that's good, right? It's good. But I just feel like I know the clientele Mm -hmm. and I know that they're not going to be happy about that. Right. Because people just get pissy when they can't come in, sit 
and drink their coffees totally. all day long. And it's like, yeah. So I know it's going to be annoying mm-hmm. at least. Um, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I just hope that people are more understanding about right. why we're doing. Right. I think they should. I think they might be. You they might see might a change in, in the public. Like, I mean, you see so many people wearing masks today. Like, they seem to understand. Although you also see a bunch of masks on the ground. So, yeah. I mean, people are still people. So, I don't know. We'll find, we'll find out. I've had a lot of shoots pressuring me into shooting. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say which one. I'm still doing it. But they wanted to shoot uh, earlier, like April, I think. And right. then they wanted to push it to May. And I was like, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but we're still, we're aiming for mid-June now. And everything's kind of aimed for mid mid to late June. Man, I had so much good work. It's so much. I don't, there was one project that I had um, before COVID started. You know all about this. I don't want to say the specific client, but it was basically like living like a wealthy person for like two months and uh not 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 it's not like i was being i mean i was it was it's not like my job was to live like a wealthy person um i was shooting stuff basically at all the fancy hotels around the mountains i live like in, i live in calgary which is right next to the rocky mountains and so we're like and we shot at like like louise and we went skiing and everything and everything's paid for so it's like there was a lot of perks yeah i'm like what's the this. most expensive thing on the menu the steak it's sixty dollars Fuck yeah. <laughs> it was not that good, by the way. Um, and uh, so we had another one, the same same company. Uh, it was lined up for this summer, but it was going to be elsewhere. It wasn't going to be as fancy, but probably, you know, Stop. all the meals paid and everything yeah. and, and lodging. Very luxurious. Yeah. And that got, that got that got pulled completely as far as I know. It's kind of a bummer. Oh. But like all the work is getting canceled. Um. But yeah, it's it's slowly coming back. Got some music video shit going on. I don't know, Brie. I feel like I'm running out of things to talk about. Do we want to start talking about COVID? I don't know. That's kind of the main thing that's going on right now. That's true. I feel like I just want to address. Um, I just wanted to address that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like not a lot of people are going to listen to this podcast. Even the people that do probably won't listen to this whole thing. <laughs> Shout out uh, to y'all. But which is fine. I wouldn't listen. Congrats if you've made it this far. Yeah, congratulations. Like, I wouldn't listen to this whole (laughs) podcast either. It's fucking lame. Um, But, uh, anyway. Oh my God. (laughs) You're driving people away. I'm sorry. My my, my point is what was my point? I just wanted to address the COVID thing. I felt like we had to bring it up in some aspect. And I feel like I can't not talk about how it was like such, it's been so positive for me Mm -hmm. personally. And again, I, I I feel like I have to defend myself every time I say that because of like the obvious implication of yeah. a global pandemic and what that means for people, right? But like it was very positive for me. Mm-hmm. Once it stopped being stressful, once I kind of accepted that this was reality in a way. I don't know. I don't know. There's not much you can do. No. Than go along with the ride. Right. Exactly. What else? I think we let's just end it. We're, we're okay. We're gonna end it right now. Oh, the cat. What about the cat? Oh, her harness. Yeah, we've been training the cat on the harness. She's not wearing it right now. Where is she? No, she's up on your bag up oh, there. Oh, you asshole! She's not. <laughs> she's in the shot. That's pretty cute. <laughs> but I don't like when she's up there because she wrecks my stuff. Better not wreck that baby. 
Yeah, we've been trying to get her on a harness so that we can take her outside for walks. Yeah, that's been a big development in the cat's life. She's like, she's she's of, still belly dragging when she walks yeah, a little she, bit. She but. like doesn't know how to act with it on her, even though it's like at the loosest it could possibly be. We've got a large harness and it's at the loosest it possibly possibly could be just so she can get used to like the feeling of having it on. Mm hmm. And like I've and stuck, not choke herself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I've stuck my fingies in between the the harness and stuff to check if it's like tight and it's like completely loose. Yeah. She just like will she, not move. She's no, like she frozen. just like flops over. But she and we've been putting she it on her for like her whole day sleeping, yeah. so she doesn't have to walk around. <laughs> right. And we put it on her. We've had it on her for like weeks, or sorry, like a week. Right. Yeah. And pretty consistently until today, and there was one other day, but. She's still not used to it. It makes me think that maybe she's just like never going to be an outdoor cat. Well, I mean, I feel like once we actually get her moving in it, mm -hmm. like actually get the leash on it and start walking her around with it. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. I feel like she'll get yeah. over it because there's going to be too much else to think about that she's not even going to think about the harness. Right. Right now she's just thinking about shitting in the litter box. And getting and litter everywhere. Getting litter everywhere. And then climbing back into her bed and sleeping all day. But when she gets outside, she'll be like, oh my God, there's so many things to smell, so many things to chase. She'll be having a good time. So I hope so. That's another thing I've been thinking about a lot too. Hmm. Let's just talk about all the things that are going on in my head, all the things I'm thinking. That's what this is for. I hope not. Well, you said it was more like <laughs> I mean, a diary type. I, I wanted to I wanted to be more more than it used to be, not necessarily like I want it to be more of that. Or, like, I want it to be mostly that. I would say, like, 50-50. You know? 50% like valuable information. Another 50% being like just me Personal trying too. to be funny or just talking about what I'm thinking. You know? Um, yeah. But I think that's sort of like a little bit, it's a, it's a bit better of an insight than all the other bullshit that you hear on every YouTube channel. Camera doesn't matter. You use the one in your pocket. It's got four 4K. <laughs> you know, I don't know what kind of accent that is, but um, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, and then uh, you follow, just do do the work. You just work. All you gotta do if you want to be successful is you just work and you work hard and you work harder than the other guy, and you know you'll fucking you'll make it. I gotta turn that down a little bit. You'll make it. You just gotta believe in yourself. Is that what you want? <laughs> Is that what you want to hear? That bullshit over and over again. Um, uh, Is that what you were thinking about before? What? Because you said that you. I'm saying that's what that's what. It's gonna be half that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be half that, but it's also gonna be half more introspective stuff. Let's be like. I spent way too much time talking about what this podcast is going to be. This is the end of the podcast. I think we just end it. I'm having fun, but I'm honestly running out of things to talk about. Unless there's anything you've been thinking about. Oh, we talked about uh, drugs. We don't really do money drugs. We do weed. But there was, uh, we watched that documentary. We do a drug. Unless you count coffee as a drug. <laughs> don't talk to me before I have my coffee oh, in the God. morning. <laughs> Uh, um, but uh, we watched that documentary. What was it called? Which one we the, watched? The one on LSD, um, or just psychedelics in general? I can't. I have nothing to say about that. I'm just saying. I, I think if I would, I would do the psychedelics. I don't remember what it was called. 
I would do psychedelics if I had someone that I trusted and maybe do it in my own house or something with someone who's done it before. Yeah. And then just like do it. They were all saying that you should have like an, a mission in psychedelics. What would your mission be? In psychedelics? Yeah, because they were saying that like if you're doing it, don't just do it for fun. You should have like some sort of revelation that you're hoping to come to or some sort of something that you've some sort of question that you want answered, but not necessarily a problem that you need solved because they also said that can lead to a bad trip. Right. So See, that is of, such a fine line for me. Yeah. That I, I don't know what I would go into it with. That's kind of why I, I feel like I'd avoid mm. psychedelics at the moment. The, the fine line between your problems and then questions you have that yeah. need to be answered. Because, because your, they go hand in your hand. problem is avoiding the questions that need to be answered. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's like, I feel like I'd need to get to a, a better like state of mind and just better place before I do any psychedelics. Mm. Yeah. Because I know myself and I know my anxieties well, and my issues It's good that you recognize that. that. Yeah. So That shows a lot of mental maturity. In general. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know, Brie. That's just my perspective. I see. I feel like I would do it. Um, but I would want to do it with you. I don't think I could do it with anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want you there, like, not doing it, you know? Like, not taking it? Yeah, I don't want to feel like a baby. I don't want to feel oh, like I'm like being, being babysat. babysat yeah. yeah, I feel like that would give me too much anxiety. And I'd just, yeah. be, and I'd get just like, the probably obligation annoyed. you're putting on other people. Yeah, I think I wouldn't be able to like fully surrender to it. Right. Yeah. But anyone out there, if you're if you're a good pal and you're listening to this and you got some LSD, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Mostly. Just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, hope my mom doesn't listen to this one. Yeah, on the same vein of like the art Instagram account, I feel like I've really had a, sort of an epiphany about what it means to even pursue your passion. And we talked about this a little bit. Um, but I've kind of started to realize that your passion isn't really. I feel like a lot of people get caught up in this idea that like your passion is something that is like a goal that you work towards. You know, it's like you want to be a I don't know a world-class pianist or something or you want to just make money doing it and they're like that's my passion that's what I'm going to do um I'm starting to feel the weed (laughs) but um so that that's sort of what the fuck was I talking about passions god damn it okay I think we we figured out we can't do this podcast on weed yeah okay we're gonna try we're gonna try to keep doing it oh Um, man this is gonna be weird having a recording of our thought processes while yeah, we're high. It might not even make it into the probably into the world. Okay, I was on a good thought, and yes, okay, people will like it. <laughs> so, um, fuck. now all the, I feel so pressured. pressured passions. Be, passions. Tell me about passionate. passion. Okay, you're passionate. <laughs> fuck. Okay, here we go. Passions. We're talking about passions. People's uh, perception of a passion is, is like it's like this one thing that you do and you just love and you love more than anything else and the reason why you're so good at it is because you have this weird little fucked up thing in your brain where you just love this one little thing more than anything and people are like there's a passion out there for me there's something that clicks that fits in my puzzle piece you know 
mm-hmm. that I will then be able to do really, really well and just care about more than everything else. The thing that you were made to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like almost a lot of people kind of, they find that they don't enjoy their work or whatever. They don't enjoy what they're doing. And they're like, when I find that one thing that I really enjoy doing, then I'm going to really love doing it. I'm going to do like work harder than anything at it. You know what I mean? But it's like, man, I've kind of realized like if you're not working hard already on the things that you're working on now, then finding that passion isn't really going to help you work harder, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think finding and working harder, it's not even just about working hard. It's also just being open to um, other paths and other things that might be a passion. I feel like often people will build up this idea of what it's like to live doing a specific job or, or, or something. And, uh, they start doing it and it's harder than they expected and they just fall out and they're like, I guess that wasn't my passion. Yeah. And they haven't found that that one thing yet. Right. But I think being open to, uh, being open to a bunch of different paths will help you find that passion. But ultimately, um, what I'm trying to say is that I don't feel like passion is really something that it's, you know, it's not a specific thing. I think that everybody has, maybe like 10 things that could be their passions, you know, Mm -hmm. 10, it could be more than that, you know, just like things that fulfill certain ways of thinking, you know, some people have certain ways of thinking and they like doing things a certain way. Some people are more analytical. Um, Some people are more, I don't know, conversational. They communicate better and understand things better when they're having conversation. Um, Some people are more specific and meticulous, you know, maybe they like mathematics or some science or some shit. <laughs> some smart some people shit. Science. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm clearly not uh, someone who's into smart people shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, basically, yeah, I don't know. I don't think if you're trying something and it doesn't feel like it's really sticking, I'm saying that. I mean, yes, part of it is hard work, but another part of it is also like you tried that thing. If you really, really gave it a shot, it's okay to move on. You know, I think a lot of people have built up these specific things in their head and then they feel like failures when it doesn't really work out where they find they find that they're not as passionate as they were hoping they were going to be. Yeah. Um, but. That. Uh, if you let that kind of like consume you, it just leads to you never finding a passion. Really? Mm-hmm. You just get down on yourself anytime you try something because you and feel then, like you failed the one thing that you were supposed to be good at. Right. Exactly. Maybe you're good at drawing in high school and then you just can't make it as an artist because you don't like the logistical side of it. Or maybe you're just not as good as you thought you were when it comes to other artists that are being paid, you know, mm-hmm. and that's fine. That's fine. And I feel like for me, I've come to that realization of like, I'm not saying I'm, I'm shitty at making video stuff. I think I'm good at making videos. I think I'm a good DP. I think I'm a good director. I'm not saying I'm the best. I have a lot to learn. Um, but I'm also finding that like, I wasn't like meant to direct or DP, you know, like I wasn't meant to be in the film industry. Nobody was really meant to Nobody's do anything. Nobody's meant to be any one thing. Right. Exactly. And like, if I'm interested in this design and art and stuff, then I should just do it. And that's why I started the, the art page. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to quit filmmaking. And it's my main, it's my only source of income. It has been for like the past three to four years. So like, what <laughs> how the f- many years? Three to four years. I've been uh, working full-time in film for three to four years. Now you know how incredible I am, and you'll listen to all things I have to say. The camera doesn't matter, you guys. You have a fucking 4K camera in your pocket. You can make whatever you want. You've made this reference like three <laughs> times during this that's video. what they always say, and it drives me insane. It's so stupid. It's like, uh, really? 
we all have 4K cameras. Why why are you shooting with the, the red? Why are you shooting with that C200? You yeah. know, it's like, just shut the fuck up. They wouldn't make them if they weren't needed. Right, exactly. I would imagine the retort to that would be like, oh, well, I started with a phone. It's like, yeah, but now phones are just as expensive as, expensive as cameras. I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really mean anything. It's completely relative. Um, and it's like, yeah, sure, you could make, like, something good on a phone, but it could be better not on a phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. so fucking stupid. Buy a camera. Like, if you're working right now and you're like, oh, I'm just going to do films on my phone. You're don't do that. Just <laughs> just anyone buy a camera. You'll look you can actually like get clients if you have a camera. Exactly. Anyone who hires you to take video and you show up with your phone. Yeah. They're not going to be happy. No kidding. <laughs> like when I OK, I spent so long. I like I bought a I've, I've told this story before. I was I had a, a producer who told me to buy uh, or no, sorry. I was between two cameras, C100, which is, I'm just going to try and keep this real quick. Um, I, it was a C100 and uh, an A7S Mark I. This was back when the Mark I was getting a little bit old, but it, there was still no A7S Mark II. And uh, um, so they're both the same price. I think they're both like 17 or 1900 bucks on Kijiji used. And I was like, I could get the C100, which has like, I think it has internal NDs, but it's got everything you would ever want in like a run and gun commercial camera. Um, it's got, uh, you know, CFast cards, does higher resolution. Actually, no, I, I don't think C100 had CFast cards. Regardless, it was more about the workflow than the, the final product. I looked, the reason why I went with the A7S, which is a mirrorless camera, basically a DSLR, doesn't look very professional, not really that functional when it comes to video. Um, just being honest. <laughs> and, um, uh, I went with that because I had a better specs and it was a newer camera. I was like, hey, it's full frame. Um, frame size doesn't really matter that much in professional um, film. But I knew, I was like, this is more future proof because everything is going to go full frame. It can also output 4K. The C100 cannot output 4K. It's got way better resolution. The codecs are way more efficient. Like everything on paper said that the A7S was better. And uh Looking back, and even talking, I talked to a producer later. They told me that they would have hired me more if they had C100. I was like against that at the time. I was like, oh no, that's stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. And maybe they don't, but they're the ones who have money and who are hiring people. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I was like, you I just, have to cater a little bit to get clients. Completely. This is all to say that like I should have chosen the C100. I would, I would honestly be years ahead if I chose the C100. Like just looking back on it and looking the way that people hire people. When I bought my FS5, I think that I was a bit at the cusp of the FS5, and I think I've sort of outgrown the FS5, like in the past like yearish, in terms of the kind of work that I want to do. But when I bought the FS5, I was like almost at the point where I was about to outgrow that camera. Should have bought, I should have probably bought an FS7. But uh, regardless, it it got me way more work. Not only just people seeing me with the camera, but like the people that are hiring you typically know what camera that they want and they're shooting with and what camera they want to match to or whatever. Um, it's gotten me tons of work. Like I've shot, I've shot on like a, a couple docs because they were shooting on FS sevens. I was like, yo, I got an FS five and I can output raw and blah, blah, blah. And they liked my work. So they like made a compromise and hired me with an FS five, but I would not have gotten that job if I didn't get an FS five. I, this is a really long way of saying like the whole phone in your pocket thing. Fucking stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. It's fine. If you want to make fun stuff, and there's nothing wrong with just having fun and making films and, and telling doing a story. Hobby, hobby things. Yeah, completely. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Don't go out and buy a camera because it it you think it's going to like make your work that much better. It's not going to make you a better filmmaker, but it is going to get you way more money. 
Like, let's be realistic. It's not going to make you a better filmmaker. Like, that camera could be sitting on a light stand instead of a tripod, and it would be the same end product, right? Like, who fucking cares? Um, but that situation doesn't make me money, you know? Having that big-ass... I mean, it's not that big a tripod. Having that big <laughs> tripod... Um, big-ish tripod. <laughs> Listen, my tripod's pretty average, okay? A little above average. <laughs> it's decently sized. I've been told that my, si- my the size of my tripod is decent. Just now. <laughs> um, but really, it's like, yeah, the gear doesn't matter in terms of the final product, but it completely matters in, your in one, your workflow, like working fast and efficiently, and then appearing professional in front of people um, you're not just going to be making your own films. You're going to be making shit for other people if you want to make any money and continue doing your own thing, you know? Um, and then uh, I think that's it. You're just not going to look very professional. And then also um, having better gear, it fits into other people's workflow. Like you need to look at what people around you are shooting on, what the people who are at the top of your local food chain, what are they shooting on? Um, what jobs could you realistically get? And the best way to do that, to figure all this shit out is just to go and work as a PA or something, or like a camera trainee, if you can find one on uh, like Facebook, like literally just go to Facebook and there's tons, just look up like, you know, if you live in, I don't know, where do people live? <laughs> uh, I don't know, somewhere in Manitoba, you type in your town, which is called somewhere in Manitoba, and then you film, and then there's just like going to be a bunch of uh, film pages for your town or, or you're the biggest city near you. And they post all these jobs and most of them are, are shit pay and most of them are for free, but at least you can get on the production and see what they're shooting on. You can meet the people, you can show them that you're a go-getter and then they might bring you to other stuff. You just come up to the camera guy and you're like, oh man, I love cameras and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to AC one day or something. I'm trying to, sorry, I'm tapping on the table. Um, you know, you just let your interest be known to the right people. You don't shove it down their throat. You don't try and beg for a job. If they see that they like your ethic, their, your work ethic, they'll bring you back. And then you'll come back again and again. And then you'll see the cameras they're using. And you'll be like, hey, I should buy one of those. Or maybe a shittier version of one of those so they'll bring me on as B-cam. And then you do that. Blackmagic pocket cinema camera. Stop asking me what kind of camera you should buy. Um, <laughs> it's a stupid camera. Or it's a stupid, it's a stupid question. It changes every, every six months. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> I'm I'm too busy trying to make things because that's what you do when you work full time in film. Is like you're like, how am I gonna get money? How am I gonna make cool shit? Black Magic Pocket Cinema Camera, get it, buy it. <laughs> if you have two to three thousand dollars, and that's the camera that you're gonna and and you're looking for an all purpose camera, that's the camera. And you said. This wasn't going to be a film podcast. <laughs> I, said, I didn't say it wasn't going to be a film cast. You said it podcast. was going to be COVID-19 only. Oh, right. Well, that was when I was accepting the idea that we were um, closing up shop on this podcast, on mm-hmm. this particular episode. But now, like, the weed's been kicking in for a nice little time. I feel, like, more relaxed and flowy. My mind is kind of, like, you know, it's on the magic carpet ride. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not what it's like. Um. But it is. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so yeah, that's what I think about. Um, uh, passion. <laughs> passion. I think I covered that already. Yeah. Did I ever finish that thought? I think I, I just started think tan- going on a tangent on about 
cameras and why <laughs> why <laughs> the phone thing is stupid and yeah stop asking me what camera should buy um yeah, i don't think you ever finished your passion talk i think i think i got to the point i can just recap briefly okay. um basically you have a certain way of thinking i think what you need to do rather than find like follow some specific passion or something is like just try that thing and then if it you don't like it like you thought it we would then just move on try just something keep else trying different things you kind of until you figure out you know what are things that i like to do what are things i don't like to do it's like oh last time when i tried this thing there was a lot of like counting involved i'm really stupid and can't count to past 10 you know so i'm going to try my something issue. <laughs> <laughs> honestly there's more math involved in filmmaking than i expected there to be not that I like made the decision to go into film like based on how much math I had to do. <laughs> That's but, how I judge my uh, career paths. Yeah, I'm like, how much math it's is like, involved? How good are your tails? How much math do I have to do? Do I just push? Do I have to push the picture of the burger and then it adds it together, or do I have to add it myself? <laughs> anyway, but there's a lot of things about filmmaking that I do like. You know, it's just like having that creative control over something and being, and then also. Honestly, the attention that you get from it, I like, I'm gloating, I guess. I don't know. But it's just nice to be able to share what you made with you people. Like and they like being validated. I so like being everybody. validated. I mean, yeah. Everybody likes being valid. Exactly. Um, but in different, in different ways, mm-hmm. in different levels. And um, for different reasons, And for different course. reasons. Exactly. <laughs> like, I wouldn't necessarily, like, oh, I'm sorry. My guy's making all weird kind of weird noises. Kinds of weird noises. Um. I sing. Uh, why I'm in film? <laughs> Passion. I'm passionate about ending this podcast. <laughs> okay, well we can just stop. Then. No, it's fun. I'm having fun, but I just don't. I just know it's bad. <laughs> Can't so, be any worse than the last one we did together. Yeah, that, that, one, that one wasn't was good. Horrible. That one was not good. I feel That's... like I I wanted to go in it with like the angle of like talking about a relationship. But I didn't realize that we had baggage, as much baggage as I thought we did at the time, which we kind of talked about it over later. And then also you were like really, really nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the biggest. It was very awkward. Thing. Yeah. 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 What other relationship issues do we have? Oh, man. <laughs> let's talk about that. No, let's not talk that's about another, that. That's, gonna, was, that's another podcast. I have to recap the passion before we completely yeah, forget about you it. Keep, what the fuck was I saying about passion? Okay, yes. Recapping. It's about a specific figuring out your, <laughs> your specific, your specific like, mode of thinking. <laughs> you know, what yeah. are the things and tasks that you enjoy? And find something that fits into that mold. But it doesn't necessarily mean, like, there will always be a better thing. I think um, you might never be a master at anything if you bounce around too much, you know, um, but it's not really about that. I mean, at least for me personally, like if I'm like, I find that I'm not as passionate about not all aspects of film, but a lot of aspects of film. Um, and it's not like a new feeling. It's just something that I realized I didn't get from film when I started looking at something else. Mm-hmm. Like when I started looking at design and stuff, I was like, wow, this makes me feel creative and engaged in a whole other way. And so I don't think I would ever like drop film, but I'm realizing that it's acceptable to not like just be on this one track and just go hard on one thing. Cause I think that's how you burn out and that's how you lose your passion, mm-hmm. your passion. And that's how your, your passions become just a job. 
Right, exactly. So I like I think I've discovered that like it's okay to explore different things. It's okay to have multiple um interests and passions, if you will. And uh I think I think everyone should kind of try and explore that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying the paper thing. So far I've only done one piece. It took me about a week. I know what my next piece is gonna be. It's gonna be sick. Um and, I, and another thing about passions. Just a little sippy sap. Sorry, I need to drink my drink into the mic. Um, Fuck, what was I going to say? Fuck. It's fucking weed. Um, Another thing about passions. Yeah. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do drugs. That's what we're learning. Not if you want to have a cohesive podcast. Yeah, shit, what was I saying? This is driving me nuts. I don't know, you keep bringing something up and then doing something that gets you off track. I know, I took a sip of that drink. And now you don't remember. (laughs) Uh, Passions. Oh, fuck, I remember. (laughs) This is amazing. Um, (laughs) Another thing about passions is they build off of your other passions. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I feel like every interest that I've had has, I mean, it's a domino effect. You know, like the first film that I did, first video thing that I ever did was, uh, it was like a social studies project. Mm-hmm. And then I posted on YouTube because at the time I watched YouTube and it was like before YouTube was even a thing, really. Um, it's like weird that I've, I've been watching it since like Charles Trippy was like still um, vlogging every day. Probably nobody knows who that is. That's insane. I think he did the, he was the first person to vlog every day for a year, I think. Yeah, without like consistently, without taking any breaks, he had like a brain tumor and all the shit. Old, like old school shit. Um, so I've been watching YouTube, and so I was like, t- to me, it just seemed like the obvious place to upload something too. So I uploaded it. And I remember all these kids that were like, "What's YouTube? I've never heard of YouTube before." Like when I put it on YouTube, like they, they these kids, I was like, "You don't know what YouTube is? Are you insane?" To me, it was like the biggest I thing was in the one world. Of those kids who wouldn't have known. I know you're crazy. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't know. I, honestly, <laughs> it just wasn't that big back in the day. And it was, uh, it wasn't like the, that was still when like websites like, uh, what the fuck was it? Funny lemon or something that was like that you just find like memes and like funny pictures on, um, not to be uh, confused with, uh, lemon party. <laughs> don't look that up. <laughs> and, uh, trust me, if you're a kid, don't look that up on, oh on your parents. <laughs> it was funny lemon or something like that. Completely unrelated. Do you know what lemon party is? No. Oh man. I'm just, should I just describe, I'll just describe it. I, I can't remember exactly what it is, but I know it was pornographic and people would just send it to the, each other because it has like a, this innocuous name, uh, Lemon Party, you know? And it was like, it's just like leads to his website with this picture of, I think it's like a bunch of old dudes like 69 each other. Oh my God, you. Uh, so if you, if you are into that, you can check that out, I guess. <laughs> That's what so we were back. Fucked. That's what we were into back in the day. You, um, you call me the weirdo for not knowing what YouTube <laughs> was. Yet here you are. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what was I saying about YouTube? You were talking about lemon or no. funny lemon, <laughs> funny lemon. Right. Okay. So in my mind, this was the place where you upload things. Right. That's all I'm saying. And I'm just reminiscing about how YouTube has gotten so big. And anyway, so I all I wanted to do was be a YouTuber. You know, I was just like, oh, I want to be a YouTuber now. And it was like all all just because I. Um, made a video for class. I decided to do a video project because that just resonated with me better than 
performing a lot or whatever. You enjoyed YouTube, so you yeah, exactly. I guess the video format. Yeah, that must have been it. I just thought it just came natural, I guess, in that way, because that was what I was already consuming. And then so it, like I spent my whole young childhood like wanting to be YouTuber. But, I mean, I didn't always live in like a situation where we had internet and stuff or like a computer that was functional in any way or like even a camera or whatever. Like it, uh, there was a lot of things in, in, in the young childhood. And then I just got a job. And then basically to legitimize it, I remember I started um, telling people that I wanted to be a filmmaker. Not because I actually wanted to become a filmmaker, but I was just like, this seems legit, more legit than saying YouTuber. But back then, like filmmaker, people would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you? at least you have an answer for when people ask you what you want to be when you grow yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, it just, it just helped, you You know, just avoid all those problems. And uh, man, every time I do that, I forget what I'm saying. It's like the forget what you're saying <laughs> button. Like, I have no idea what the fuck I was talking about just now. Oh my God. God damn it. That must be so frustrating for anybody listening. Like he was right in the middle. Just finish what you were saying. You were almost there. What were you saying? This is me talking to you all the time though. Hey, you okay, do this a back. lot. We're going to get back to that. What was I saying? YouTube. Right. Okay. <laughs> Uploading to YouTube. I want to be a YouTuber. Oh, right. Telling, started telling people that I was like, I wanted to be a filmmaker because right. it was more legit. Um, and then I ended up going to film camp. There was like this film camp that I found out about. I think, I can't remember how I found the brochure. Like, I was like a kid. Where do you find a brochure as a kid? And uh, I can't remember how I found it. I think someone gave it to me. Uh, my mom probably. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I want to go to this film camp thing. So I went to film camp for two weeks. Um, and it was the best. It was so much fun. I got to, like, direct this thing. And, like, the kids all voted on, like, who they wanted to be the director. Because everyone wanted to be the director. And so there was, like, five people who wanted to be a director. And I got voted in every project. They were all like, we want Michael to be the director. And they're all a bunch of kids, so it doesn't actually fucking matter. But in my mind at the time... It validated it. it. Yeah, exactly. In my mind at the time, I was like, I, I am a director. <laughs> These kids can <laughs> These kids all know see it. that I'm a director. <laughs> so I was just like, maybe I am a filmmaker. And I started doing it. And then I started doing... I didn't know what that meant. I was like, I don't know how that makes money or what, but I'm just going to, like, do this because it's gonna fun. going to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I know it's very conceited using myself as an example for like living your dream and finding your passions and stuff, but I'm the best example I got. And it's the most detailed example that I got. And I feel like I really enjoy my life. And to a lot of people, I would be living, doing a job that they want to do. So on the haters. <laughs> um, see, I forget what I was saying again, the fucking button. Said, Screw the haters. <laughs> That's good. Keeping it PG. Yeah. That's good. Um, anyway, long story short, I'm just trying to legitimize my uh, floating. Okay. And my, pri my pride about working in film full time. My point being is it was just this cascade. I didn't really have any aim. I didn't try and do this. You mm -hmm. know, I didn't think that this is where I was going to be. I didn't think, uh, I mean, like, I don't know. I had no fucking idea what I was going to be going to be doing in like a year, let alone like five years or like 10 years, you know. Um, but it, it all started with just like doing something that I enjoyed. And then that led to me gaining skills and that it opened the doors for more things that I enjoyed. Like even this art Instagram thing, um, I wouldn't have been able to do it if I didn't know how to like animate in After Effects because I have to create the animation before I create the actual paper animation. So animate in After Effects. Um, and it's not just like basic animations. Like I did some like full motion graphic videos when I was working as an editor, which I didn't want to do. I just fell into that. But hey, now that's a new skill, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and then like working with paper 
I kind of pitched that as a video project because I saw some person made uh, Kelly Anderson. She made an ad completely out of paper. And so I pitched that as part of a video thing. And like as part of the pitch, I like created some paper people and uh, they said no. <laughs> but um, so like and now like a few years later, it's like now I have these skills and I can combine them into something completely different that I just wouldn't have anticipated before. You know, it's all about just making that first step. Uh, and that's the hardest step, you know, mm-hmm. each step is difficult because you don't really know what it's going to lead to. But I think what makes it easier is just being comfortable with not knowing and being comfortable with the void and kind of just stepping into it. Comfortable you know? being uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping to do with this art thing. And that's what I'm hoping to do with this podcast. And that's what I'm hoping to do um, just in general. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Does that sound good to you? That sounds good to me. Is this the end of the podcast? Message received. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Yeah. You feeling it too much? <laughs> Is that why? No, I just really have to use the washroom. Okay. You can go to the washroom. I can keep going. I, uh, do people want me to keep going? I wish I could have some like immediate feedback. People could just say, uh, do you no, want to keep fine. listening? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys actually want to keep listening? I could keep talking all fucking day. I can keep finding things to talk about. Like how many different ways can I tell you? Uh, passion. I was actually going to say something about uh, having a 4K camera in your pocket. Anyway, whatever. I think the podcast is ending. So thanks for watching, everybody. I really appreciate um, if you've listened to it this far. far. Honestly, actually, I feel sorry for you (laughs) more than I uh, appreciate you. But I still appreciate you. So um, please accept that. Uh, Thanks for listening. Hopefully you will tune in next time. I'm hoping to kind of keep this a little bit more conversational as I I, uh, brought up. So if you have any questions about anything that we talked about today, I'll bring it up on another podcast just to kind of keep things interesting. But I just want this to be a place of positivity, not positivity. It can be negative sometimes, as long as you're learning from that negativity. You know what I mean? So some introspection, some humor, and we'll keep it uh, 100 with all the uh, uh, camera talk and stuff because I still like cameras and I still like film and we're all still vibing here. Uh, check out my art Instagram page. I'm putting out projects every day. They take a lot longer than video stuff, but uh, they'll be up there. It's Film Milker. My normal one is Film Miker, F I L M M I K E R. And the art one, Film Milker. The Milker thing is a long story. Um, maybe I'll tell it on a podcast. But it's Film Milker. Um, go check it out. I got some uh, good accolades from some artists that I really respect. So maybe that means it's good enough for you to check out. So please take a look. And. Uh, Hopefully I just guilted you into that. Thanks for listening, and um, I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Oh. Stop listening. Stop listening. Just end the podcast. It's all it's going to be. I'm not going to stop. So you have to click away click away stop listening how was your pee Bri? it was good that's good the podcast is over